of God the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. I bring you tidings of great joy, for unto you, unto us, has been born this day in the city of David, a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. The angel's message, the angel's an evangelist, the angel is bringing us good news, and bringing us good news of salvation, telling us what God is doing in and through the Lord Jesus Christ, telling us what this miraculous birth means, and telling us uh, who he is that is born this night in Bethlehem. He is the Savior. He is the Messiah, the Christ. Messiah is the Hebrew word. Christ is the Greek word. It means the anointed king who is going to set everything right. And he is the Kyrios, the Lord. The Lord is a title for God, the Savior, the anointed king, God himself, Emmanuel, God with us and for us. That is who is born tonight. So what is, what is a Savior? In the Bible, the Savior is a very practical thing. The enemies are at the gate. The walls are being breached. The gates are giving way. The defenders' hearts are turning to water, and the enemy is about to swarm in. And what awaits you is uh, either death or slavery. And the Savior is the one who comes and stands in the breach, and who saves the day, who brings a new strength, and who is able to vanquish the foe that no one else could vanquish. In the Bible, the great paradigm of salvation, the great paradigm of the Savior, is Moses. The people are enslaved in Egypt. They cry out to God. God sends them a Savior, Moses. And Moses engages on God's behalf in battle with Pharaoh, and uh, he defeats Pharaoh. And he liberates the people from a life which is rather a living death. He liberates them from slavery. He gives them a new, uh, a new way of life. He gives them a holy and a righteous way of life. He leads them and they get settled in the land of blessing. All of that in the Bible is salvation. These savior figures appear again and again in the Bible. The judges of Israel do this. They vanquish the Philistines, the enemies of the people. King David is, 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 is one of the greatest saviors of all time. And all of them are only anticipations, a foreshadowing, a pointing to the Savior who has come. The Savior has come to save us from our enemies. Now, one of the things that the Bible makes clear is that, is that whoever the enemy of the moment is, whether it's Pharaoh or the Philistines or whoever it is, those enemies are stand-ins for the perpetual enemies of our human dignity and our human nature. The Bible talks about these things. The world, the flesh, and the devil is one of the ways that the Bible talks about the enemies of our human dignity and our human being. The world, well, the world is the world is God's good world that He made. But the world, in this sense, 
is the disordered world. The world that exists because of the triumph of the flesh. And what is the flesh? The flesh is not some uh, uh, biblical hatred of the body or, or the pleasures of, of this world. The flesh is the way that the Bible talks about the total rebellion of the complete human person against God. We turn away from God. We turn away from God. We turn on each other. We turn in upon ourselves. And that total rebellion uh, leads to the disorder of our lives and it leads to the disorder of the world. And the devil, that is the word that the Bible uses for this mysterious, mesmerizing, captivating undertow of evil that gets a hold of individuals and gets a hold of whole societies and causes people to descend into orgies of violence against others and self-destruction against self. To save us from our enemies, God himself has come. God himself has come. Now, I can't tell where it is that you feel the enemy pressing in upon you. But I, I venture to say you feel it somewhere. I venture to say that somewhere you feel like the door is giving way. And I venture to say that somewhere you feel like you're about to be overwhelmed. Behold, it brings tidings of great joy. To us this day is born in the city of David, a Savior, who is Christ and who is the Lord. And he, he defeats all of our enemies. He defeats the darkness that's in our hearts. He defeats the darkness that is in the world. And he defeats the power of evil. And he takes even our death upon himself. St. Paul says, the last enemy of all is death. And he beats down death by death. Saves us from ourselves. Defeats our enemies, including our own sin and our own self-destruction. He does this by humbling, humbling himself in a sacrifice of love. By taking our life upon him so that he can give us his life. The fathers of the church call this the admirable exchange. He defeats our enemies by becoming a baby in a manger and a man upon a cross. And being, as Martin Luther says, habitable for us, graspable for us, in the words of the scripture and in the bread and the wine of the communion. In this way, He's the Messiah, the anointed king who takes the disorder of the world and reorders it by love and establishes his kingdom of peace between God and humanity and between his brothers and sisters. In this way, he makes the whole creation new. In this way, it is revealed to us that he's the Lord, the Kyrios, that is God himself, Emmanuel, the Bible calls it. God with us and God for us. The enemy is strong, but the Savior is stronger. 
death threatens. But light itself is born tonight. I bring you tidings of great joy, for unto us this day in the city of David is born a Savior, who is Christ and who is the Lord. In the name of God the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.